All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Jake Dunlap Show. We are very excited that you joined us. If you haven't tuned in, this is the show where we talk to celebrities, thought, and industry leaders to really discover their journey to success. I am super excited that you're joining us. This show is like no other, I can promise you that. You might laugh, you might cry, but you will definitely leave inspired and gain a whole new level of insight into those people that you follow, love, and admire. Welcome to Mini Episode Monday, where every Monday, Jake will be bringing you bite-sized clips from sales calls he's done, interviews he's been on, or simply his hot take on a given topic. Jake recently sat down with Gia DeRose, who is the Senior Director of Sales Productivity at Hootsuite. Hootsuite is a global leader in social media management with almost 2,000 employees and over 200 sales reps. During their conversation, they discussed all things sales enablement, from the growth of sales enablement, what goes into a well-executed initial technology deployment, what sales enablement looks like now, what Gia believes it will look like in five years, as well as the three most important pillars in building a world-class sales enablement function. This is part one of a three-part series of the lessons Gia shared during her conversation with Jake. In this episode, Gia dives into the growth of sales enablement and much more. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player so you won't miss out on the rest of this series, as well as any new featured guest episodes of the Jake Dunlap Show that are posted every Thursday. Now, enjoy this week's episode. Two. So really looking forward to the session today. Um, I've got uh, a, 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 an expert on uh, really what I would call modern sales readiness, sales enablement, uh, who I'm going to bring up here in a second. And you know, we, we work with many, many, many readiness enablement teams, organizations, and it definitely is a, I don't want to say controversial, but I would say that more and more organizations are trying to figure out how do we maximize the impact of these teams to, so we can then alleviate time from the field because there's kind of this classic battle where salespeople are like, I don't have the right content or I need X, Y, Z. And then, you know, enablement and marketing are like, well, yeah, no, we, we literally have created this 17 times already. And you're just like reinventing the wheel and sales is like, you don't get it, et cetera. So I'm really excited today to talk about the future of sales enablement and really talk through like, what are the best of the best people doing? Um, how does it work, right? Like, what does good look like? How to not, like, what does bad look like, et cetera. So please join me in welcoming Miss Gia DeRose. Gia, I'm gonna pull you up now. Here we go. What's Hello going? everyone. How are you? I'm doing well, how are you? I am fantastic. It's been a minute. How was your Easter? It was lovely. A beautiful day. Can't complain. I love it. I love it. And so, so Gia is uh, Senior Director of Sales Productivity at Hootsuite. Um, and I was just doing kind of a quick intro on just the topic, et cetera. You know, I think sales enablement is certainly something that can go amazingly well at organizations or fall flat because they're just not adding value, like aren't able to add enough value to where the field's like, these are my partners, you know, and I, and I see it like all over the gamut. And so, uh, you know, I'd love to maybe just like kick it off. Like, you know, what does good and again, talk about sales productivity versus enablement, et cetera. We can talk about a little bit about both, but like, what does great look like for you? You know, you've been at Hootsuite now for still under a year, right? Like, yeah, just under a year. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah so you're, you're helping to shape what that looks like at Hootsuite. So what is it? What does great look like to you? Yeah, I think when it comes down to, you know, you mentioned it can fall flat, it comes down to those partnerships and internal relationships. 
and also keeping the customer centric mentality. So one of the biggest um, areas of opportunity for enablement to influence is be, being truly customer obsessed and really focusing on the customer journey. So I think when it's done right, it's keeping that customer obsessed, customer centric nature in mind, and then finding ways to break down the silos and really have influence and connections within an organization. I love that. Yeah. And I think, I think, and how do you, how do you build the relationships or trust, you know, like, cause I think that this is where, you know, I see a lot of enablement teams that want to be there, right? <clears throat> they want that relationship, but you know they they struggle to get you know, and I'll and I'll I'll call it what it is, Jen. You can you can call it too. It's like they they struggle to get like the street cred, you know. And so like <clears throat> they 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 might be likable and they might have you know good relationships, but they they still struggle to build that you know like that that high level you know like strategic you know partnerships. So what are some things that you know? when you think about your teams and you that you do to help to establish that that street cred, um, you know, uh, like with with the organization? Yeah, I think what that comes down to is really recognizing the priorities or intentions of the different parts of the departments or, or parts of the organization that you're working with. So really coming at it from a place of like, hey, we recognize what your goals are and what your objectives are and what you're looking to accomplish. And we're really showing up as a partner to help you achieve those things. It's not conflicting objectives. Right. It's how we help each other. Right. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. It's, it's not, um, here's what I think the team needs, right? It's instead it's, you know, hey, this is what, you know, tell us what you need. Help us help you. Uh, exactly. Um, so, so I've got this like kind of a list here we put together. Um, you know, just some like sales enablement, right? It's one of the fastest growing market in sales tech, right? We're seeing. I mean, I'm sure, Gia. I don't want to know how many emails you, you get a a week uh, from uh, salespeople. Like, why do you, you know, why do you feel like it, like the technology part of sales enablement and and so many people? I think there's like two thousand sales technologies now. And I see a lot of these in like the enablement world. What, what do you think is driving that? Well, I think just in general, we're seeing, you know, such growth and evolution of sales enablement, as you mentioned. So adoption of enablement has increased by 343% over the past five years. Wow. Google searches for sales enablement actually increased by over 50% year over year. Wow. When I really think about what that comes down to, what's driving that phenomenon, it has everything to do with the shifting nature of the, the purchasing experience and the indisputable need for organizations to adapt their former methodologies in order to meet the needs and expectations of buyers today. So if we really dissect and, and shift that further, um, you know, what's what are the root causes? We can easily look to a couple of things. So one being competition. And when I say competition, yeah. that's multifaceted. So two components that I'll talk about. And the first is product competition. So in tech today, if you're let's call it an original solution. You know, you've come out with an incredible product that's meeting the needs of the market. It's not long before you're going to have copycats. Mm -hmm. There's so many just talented developers and coders out there who can make quick work of, you know, hopping on successful ideas. So anything worthwhile is going to be, is not going to be the only player in the, in the space, at least not for long. Yep. All right. So before, if we think about before this kind of competition in tech was so prevalent, sellers could almost just rely on demoing the way their product functioned and call it a day. Right. That's just not the case today, right? Our sellers have to be so much more. They've got to help buyers distinguish why this solution is the right one 
And they've got to be experts in identifying and articulating really those differentiators that are going to matter for each individual buyer. That's they've right. Got to like show up and really just partner with buyers, right? Providing value, which is education, insight, industry expertise. They've got to be that trusted advisor and consultant every step of the way. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're speaking my language here, Gia. I mean, this is something I've been on like, uh, like really on my high horse for the last, you know, probably three to four months is just how slowly that we're adapting our sales process and sale and, and customer journey, right? Because to, to your point, what a customer expects when they've researched the competition, when they've done their homework up front is a much different experience than what a lot of companies, we kind of treat everyone at the same, I call it the same level of intent where it's like, no matter who you are, no matter how you come in, we're going to treat you the exact same way, whether you have done all the research and, you know, you know, the competitors. And so you're like, look, dude, I already know how the watch works. Like, I just need to know these five things or the opposite. Like you're brand new. You're like, Hey, I've heard about you from a friend or whatever. I just think so many companies this year are going to really be reimagining that then and really imagining, you know, I call it kind of like the intent funnel of like how, okay, where is this person? And do I have different plays to be able to expedite it? Right. If, if somebody is you know, further along, so I'm, I'm loving this. And, and so as you see this, these changes happen and you see like, again, um, you know, enablement changing, you see like, again, people needing more support, you know, how, how do you think about the sales team at, at Hootsuite adapting? So, and maybe, maybe previous roles too, right. That, you know, what are some ways so you, you start to build trust, you know, sales reps need kind of more or different type of help than before. Um, you know, how do you think about, again, like providing them that support and, and how do you think about adapting your teams, you know, the sales organization to this like new, more modern customer? Yeah, I think it comes down to being, to helping them understand and assess that customer centric um, initiative, I guess, every step of the way. So if we're not thinking about what's the value add, what matters to the customer, and then really recognizing that we're the differentiator as salespeople, as sales representatives of the organization, it's our job to help our buyers along right. the journey, right? It's about helping them see the value and really understanding what their specific needs are. It's not just a matter of selling our product. And I think the other thing that I that I want to touch on too is our sellers are savvier. So not only right. are we having to show up and support them differently, we have to think about the competition for talent in the market. Sellers oh, yeah. right now have a plethora of opportunities with the, the great reshuffle, as you call it, right? So what they're doing is they're actually assessing out and evaluating potential employers and seeing what kind of enablement initiatives do they have? What kind of support am I going to receive as a seller? Because it's not just about knowing the product at the end of the day and trying to pitch that. Okay. That's, that's a really good point as well too. Right. And I think um, a lot of companies are, are waking up to this, right? It used to, I mean, let's call it what it is, right? A lot of sales leaders and teams are like, well, they should want to work here and, and like figure it out. But the reality is, like you said, like the market's just so competitive right now for these talent that again, like absolutely, if you are a sale or if you're in sales, if you're in sales leadership, whatever, you need to ask those questions up front. Great. What's the enablement? How does your, how does the team work with enablement? Sales technology? What tools do you all have? Are you going to, are you planning to invest in more tools? Well, there's, there's teams right now 
because Gia, your team in sales productivity, you're you do the mix, right? You're you're doing both a mix of content and tech, right? Yeah, and then in my role in sales productivity, I'm I'm helping to oversee our sales enablement function as well as the sales development function, which is an interesting you know position to be in wearing both of those hats. But if you really think about it, at the end of the day, it's how do we help our sellers be more effective? How do yeah. we give them the tools to really find that success? And how do you do think? How do you think about that? Obviously, I know you know because we've worked together um, a little bit about you know how you all manage like tech stack and making sure you're getting the most out of your investment. Um, so kind of just stay with the, the technology thought here a little bit. How do you, how, you know, like there's so many tools out there, right? And, and there's no shortage of like, I'm sure, and, I, and well, I know you get hit up from the field too. Like, oh, what about, what about Crayon and this one? And that's, you know, you're just like, okay. Like, how do you, how do you think about the importance of making sure the sales team understands the technology in 2022? Like how important do you feel like technology adoption is for, for your team um, and to support the field? It's crucial. And it's it's one of those ways where we can assess our own talent amongst themselves. So we can see who's leveraging and who's truly adopted the tech and then what kind of uplift and productivity are we seeing. And the other component of that that we're seeing a shift in is these tech tools actually being able to demonstrate what those correlations are. So more and more, we're seeing this evolution of, of the tools themselves drawing these connections of if we're engaging with this content or if we're leveraging this tool, you know, to the best of its ability, we will actually drive more success for those sellers. And before it was more of the enablement manual function to create those correlations. And now we're actually seeing the tools take on more of that workload.